Hi everyone, I'm Wasim. I'm an artist, producer, all that stuff, and um, I'm really excited to be here today. I've never done a podcast before, so I'm looking forward to this, and uh, hopefully this will allow the general public to get to know who I am a little bit more. So yeah. Yeah, man, a big part of why I wanted you on, and you you mentioned it yourself when we were DMing, and it's a really big part of what I've been talking about on the podcast with various people. One of the reasons, like one of the main reasons, was that you did a lot of your music projects and you did a lot of your music work while you were in school and you were working it's not like you were just in school like you were going in on on school you were looking forward to grad like you had the whole thing planned out i want to know when you started creating music where that started and how it came about tell me about that first as a kid when i was around three four years old my parents they just threw me in piano and they said listen you're gonna do this like whether you like it or not and you know in hindsight obviously i'm eternally grateful for that but um, they, they threw me into piano and they're like, yeah, just, you know, this is like learning a language, but in a different way. And they explained it to me later on that, you know, that that learning an instrument is is kind of unlocking a different side of your intelligence. So, you know, I was I was down and I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, let's learn piano. I'll do it. Whatever. I was a kid. I didn't really understand much of it. To me, it was just you press you press a key. It makes a noise and, and, and so on and so forth. So. I came across a few DAWs. Um, I didn't really enjoy a lot of them. And then I stumbled upon FL Studio and I was like, okay, this I like. So I downloaded it um, at the around the start of 2017. So around, I'd say six years ago. Um, and I remember during that year, I had a spare uh, in, in, in the afternoon. So I would have about like an hour lunch and then an hour and a half of nothing. So what I would do is I would just go sit in the hallway um, at my school and I would put you know, I, I had my uh, I had my I had my dad's old like work laptop and I had my ear pods um, before the AirPods were even <laughs> a thing, at least before I could even, you know, buy yeah. them. And that's how I started. I was looking up like free VST plugins and drum kits and stuff. And I was watching a bunch of different YouTubers to try and learn. And in 2019, I remember this. It was in the summer of 2019 in my first year. And I was living alone well, with my ex-girlfriend at the time. And she was out, you know, my roommates weren't home. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to try something. So I made a beat and it was incredible. At the time, it was incredible. I loved it. And I wrote some lyrics. I hopped on the mic and I was like, you know what? I'm going to mess around and and, and see what happens. Mm. And that is now what we know today as the song called Dead to Me. That was the first time I ever picked up a mic and recorded. And when my ex came home, I showed it to her. I'm like... Yo, just let me know if you like this, right? I played her the song. She's like, oh my God, like, who is that? That sounds really good. I was like, yeah, that's me. She didn't believe me. She didn't believe me. I had to pull up the FLP. I had to show her my raw vocals. I had to, I, you know, I had uh-huh. to prove it to her. And it was that moment where I was like, you know what? Like maybe with a bit of, you know, refining and learning and, and stuff like that, I could just do the whole thing. Yeah. I could make the beat. I could write the lyrics. I could sing. I could mix my vocals. I could mix the song. I can master. I like I could do all of this, mm. right? And I hate paying people to do things for me, especially when it comes to art. Right. So fuck it, why not? Why not learn? Mm-hmm. You know, writing lyrics allowed me to really understand how I'm feeling up here, right. you know? Right. It always made me think like, how do you feel, bro? Like, how do you mm. feel? Express it. And I did. And it, like, it was like, it was just an entity that isn't like a physical thing that always had my back. And it just taught me so much about myself. One of the things I think stands out there um, is this idea of like taking your emotions and putting it just like writing it down and then expressing it that way. Um, 
you know, I know, like, I've, I've looked a lot into, you hear it all the time now, especially, like, journaling and, like, how important it is to, like, put your feelings and thoughts down because a lot of people just keep a lot in their head. And that's something I journal a decent amount now. Um, mm -hmm. But this is super interesting to me because I never viewed music. I never, like, you know me, I've recorded my own type of stuff, but I've never, of course, yeah. I, I don't want to say never, but I definitely didn't look music or, or the music that I was creating through through that lens in that way. So, like... This idea, right. and, and the only, the biggest reason probably for that is your lyrics, and I find there's not many, many artists now that can do this, especially when, when they're earlier on in their careers, like you really put, um, for most of your songs, cause some of them, obviously there's more creative expression in different ways, yeah. right? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, right? um, but like, you're really real, like you're super, super real about what you're talking about. And like, that's what resonates I find with people the most when it's real. Right. Was it always yeah. that real? Like, was it always that like, okay, I'm going to talk about this and like really get into it or did it take more time and yeah. refining to, to get to that point? The reason you know, obviously you were mentioning journaling and stuff like that when, when it comes to expressing yourself. Um, and you know, I, I used to do that a lot myself until I started writing songs. Mm. The reason lyrics helped me, like writing lyrics specifically helped me a lot more than, than journaling for me personally mm. is because I feel like when you're writing lyrics, you're forced to fit certain things into a certain cadence with a certain rhyme scheme. Right. And it really, really makes you think about how you're going to express those feelings oh. and it makes you express those feelings in a different way which for some reason unlocks a different type of understanding that for how makes you feel. so much for sense. me personally at least so that's so anyway so i woke up that morning i was fucking tilted i was like bro you know what that like this can't run i this is this shit is not about to ruin my mm. day i wrote a whole song in about 15 minutes i waited for my parents to go out and do groceries because this was uh, this was during covid it was still lockdown and stuff so I was back home with my parents for, for about a year and I hated recording with them at home. So I was waiting, especially with this song, like especially with these type right. of things. So I waited for them to go out grocery shopping. I told my sister, yo, go into your room, close the door and just plug your ears, pretend <laughs> I'm not here. I recorded this song. I got all my feelings out. I was blasting it on the speakers, like mixing it and stuff like that. And yeah, that song is now called 2020 Vision. And that was like the prime example of how I write my lyrics if I'm feeling a certain type of way, fuck like crying about it or, or being upset or whatever. I'm just going to try and express it in, in a different way and, and turn that negativity into something positive. And sometimes, you know, sometimes I'm feeling smug. Sometimes I'm feeling happy. Sometimes I'm feeling hyped. I want to write about that too. You know, you don't have to be depressed and sad all the time. I would say my music has always been authentic to, to what I'm experiencing in life, authentic to how I feel in that moment specifically, you know, like, we experience so many emotions every day, all day, all the time. So why not write about them, you know, in that moment? And I feel like that's always how my music's been. And it's really helped me get clarity on a lot of situations in my life as well. So I, I definitely owe it to music for sure, for helping me through a lot of tough times. Yeah, sure. that's dope. That's super dope. And that makes total sense with the authenticity. Um I totally agree. I mean, we could talk about that for ages. Like that's really, but you know, oh, yeah. especially with the way music's going and people, even online, like people can see through the bullshit way easier now and, and they're right. going to continue to. So, um, yeah. Okay. So one of the things you touched on too is, and I'm a big proponent of this. I've changed my kind of stance on it in a way, but the idea of consistency and creating consistently all the time, even when you're like, you know, I mean, 
I, I, I'm still, there's ways to word this better. I, I, I got, I got a lot of slack, like a uh, flack on Twitter for this, but <laughs> I saw, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking um, about, <laughs> but you know, like one of the things, especially I think when, when artists of any sort are starting out, like as when you can get those reps in, there's nothing like getting those reps in. And why I say like, Oh, you, if as a new artist, you go, you should drop like, you know, let's say weekly. Right. Um, mm-hmm. that get, it's a big part of that isn't, always about the drops but it's really about the consistency because the lessons you learn doing that shit daily or whatever you like that's mm-hmm. really real and when you have a, a schedule or you kind of regimented it in that way like yeah there might be times you're not fully into it or fully feeling it a hundred percent but pushing that extra mile can definitely get you like so many lessons right? i agree um i 100 percent agree yeah so so tell me um and I think you're a good guy to ask about this because you're still someone that I know that um, you're heavily focused on the creative aspect of it. It's not like you're just going in and just making, you know, anything you like, you're, you're still very focused yeah. on creative aspects and all that. Um, for someone that's, that's starting out making music um, and especially cause you, you've been mixing and mastering all your own stuff. You've been putting out all your stuff. Now I know you said you, you have someone kind of helping you with marketing, but for the most part, up until this point, you were doing everything on your own. Um, yeah, even cover arts, all that yes, stuff. Like. Yes. So to an artist coming up, why would that be like a direction that they might want to go? Like, you know, why, why would that kind of be the direction that they want to go? And also in that, um, how would you do that? Like how, how would you, cause bro, like, I'm not going to lie, man, like doing the cover art, doing the this, like doing the mix, doing the master, it not only doing it is one thing, but also having to learn all that. Like there is definitely a learning curve involved um, at some point. 100%. So how, what kind of tips yeah. could you give to someone that's trying to build all those skills and get those things going for them? Well, the first thing, and I feel like the most important thing, and I will always, 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 always stand by this, is you have to love it. You have to enjoy it. If if your primary goal from at the start of music, you know, the reason you want to get into it is either you want to be famous or you want to make money. Forget it. Forget it. Because instantly you've lost authenticity. The whole point of art is self-expression, in my humble opinion. The, the whole point of art is self-expression. So I think you need to love it, right? And you know, actually, this is a huge reason why I didn't drop out of school to pursue this full time. And the reason I personally didn't want to do that was because I feel like if I had done that, it forces art to become my livelihood. It forces art to become something that I need to um, I need to use to pay my bills. Mm. And that subconsciously puts you in such a in such a box where if you feel like you're going to try something different or try and be creative or, or do something out of the norm, it could potentially fail and not make you the money that you need to pay the bills that month, right? You you end up, in my opinion, sticking to what's selling currently, what's mainstream, mm. what's popping. And that's how you have clones in this industry. That's how you get washed in and saturated with people. And, you know, that's just my philosophy. Obviously, there's no right or wrong um, option. And I feel like you know, if I was, if I got as good as I am now, but in like 10, in like a 10th of the time, then yeah. Okay. Maybe at that point it's like, yeah, fuck it. I'll drop Hmm. out of school because I'm a fucking prodigy at this shit. But for like 
anybody who just wants to get into this that has you know some background in music or even without that and they want to get into learning theory or whatever my biggest advice first and foremost is to know the reason why you're doing it and to not throw off the rest of your life for it unless you genuinely know that there's absolutely nothing else that you want to do barring the music and you feel like there's nothing else that you're good at in life barring the music right the only reason i have the luxury to come home and and to work on all these things and challenge these learning curves is because i have a secure job that's paying my bills and allow me to live in a nice ass fucking apartment like you know to be able to build my studio and buy equipment is is that job that i went to university for right like you know i'm i'm living very comfortably and i, I have the luxury to get home at 5:30 sit my ass down at my desk and just produce in, until i fall asleep i have the luxury to do that and that luxury allows me to be creative because at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out for me, if that, if that specific thing that I'm working on that, that week or if I'm working on a project for a month that's more experimental, if it doesn't work out, okay, back to the drawing board. It's not going to affect my livelihood. So definitely the first piece of advice is love it and make sure that you're making time for it in your life, but you're not dedicating every single dying second of your life and every single ounce of energy of, from, of your life into it you you really need to like manage your time and make smart decisions for yourself um to give yourself that time and not force yourself to learn all these things fast mm. that's the luxury that that's that's really the the biggest luxury in music is is having time that's the biggest luxury and like i said to do that you need to you need to know how to immerse it into your life rather than putting everything on your life on hold for it so definitely starting out, that's my advice. That's definitely my advice starting out, right? Mm. And, and also knowing, knowing why you want to do it. As for, you know, uh, as for what it takes to be able to learn all these things at once, there, you know, there's no better way to learn than to get your hands in there and just do, mm. right? It's very easy to say like, yeah, you know, I'm going to do some research and I'm going to watch some videos and I'm going to do this. But I'm telling you, and I've learned this through many different things, not just from music, but from school also, from playing football, from doing a lot of things. You can watch someone do something. You can read on something. You can do research. The moment you are plucked into that scenario where you need to execute, you feel absolutely lost. You blank out completely. You're like, holy shit, what have yeah. I got myself into? Mm. So that's definitely something you need to just that's a barrier that's the initial barrier you need to break is just doing just doing mm. and if you th those you know the research that you do is is based on the things that you're doing so if you're in the DAW and there's a thing you're like oh I, for example like how do i send uh like a how do i route a track to the mixer or whatever yeah do your research on that and then do it but to google like how to make beats or how to you know just super vague stuff like that you're most likely never going to learn anything until you actually sit down and start doing it mm -hmm. Um, and once you've broken past that first barrier and you're, you're doing it and you're learning now, like you mentioned, there's going to be days where you, you're just like, I fucking hate this shit. Like, I don't want to do this today. Just do it. Just do it. Because at the end of the day, like if, if I have beat block, which you of all people <laughs> will know that beat block used to beat my ass, <laughs> beat block used to beat the living shit out of me. Like, especially a couple years ago. Right. Mm. The only way I was able to get through those beat block periods was just keep making beats, right? And I know everyone deals with it differently, but mm. for me, it's just like, I'll make a beat. And if it's trash, scrap it. 
I'll come back the next day, make another beat. If it's trash, scrap it. That that's my second biggest piece of advice. So my first one, I mentioned it already about, you know, how much you have to love it and also balance it within your life, incorporate it so it doesn't become a chore. The second piece of advice is just just keep grinding, just keep working. Like it doesn't matter. Like even when I was first learning how to do all this stuff, like half the beats I was making were dog shit, but it doesn't matter because I would sit down, I would make a beat, I would express myself through my music and that would make me feel better. First and foremost, that's the important thing. I don't care if the beat's good or not. It made me feel good, Mm -hmm. right? Made me feel good to sit down and do this. Like I just felt like that nigga, like it just made me feel good, you know? So, so yeah, like that, that's literally, that's literally my advice for for anybody that's starting out with this there's nothing you can't do i know it's a it's a crazy learning curve i'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat like the learning curve is pretty fucked it took me like 2 or 3 years to really get this stuff on lock and i still have so much to learn 6 years later now right and like i've met so many dope people in in the process and they've taught me so much including you i mean i feel like you've taught me of of all the people i've met i feel like you've taught me the most no, you were on my ass about sound selection <laughs> You're on my ass about sound selection all the time. Like, bro, that hi-hat sucks. That snare sucks. He used to piss me off so much. He used to piss me off. I remember. But I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for that. Like, like now looking back, I'm so grateful for that. But yeah, you just have to work through that. You have to do it because you love it. And it won't feel like work at all, ever. It won't. Absolutely not. So you can do it, man. You can engineer. You can mix. You can make beats. You can sing. You can teach yourself things. You can learn graphic design. You can learn video editing. Because uh, the one of the reasons I tell people to do that consistency shit is really like, it's really for um to actually avoid something, which is what you d- uh, mentioned, which was, uh, you know, if I take a week break, so, that could potentially turn into two, turn into three, you know, so, exactly. Yeah. So what ter- what goes from like, okay, I need, you know, I need to get my creativity back. I don't, I'm not feeling something's not working, turns into something you didn't probably anticipate or want. And it's one of the things that when I'm developing artists now or I'm telling them or producers that I'm talking to, whatever, like I just say, I call it like a trap or like a common trap that artists fall into. And I just bring it up like that. Like, look, the reason you're doing this, you know, is so you don't fall into this trap of basically never releasing because so many artists and producers fall into that. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, and also this this idea that you're going to meet so many people if they just see you working. And that's so true. Any like consistency, that's one of the things with consistency, like regardless, there's some, you can't even put, it's hard to even put into words like, Oh, you're going to put this much and this many people are going to reach out or like, yeah, simply just be consistent. And you're going to notice so many beautiful things come out, especially with this, the people reaching out, like some of my, of course, yeah, some of my content that I'm not even like the most, most proud of, like I'm mad proud, but it's not, I know it could be improved. And I'm like, mm, people might not course, take yeah. that Twitter thread, for example. Like when I posted that, I was like, I was like, <laughs> yeah. you know, th- like I really just wrote it quick at night. It was like 2 a.m. I've, I've talked about this before, but it was, it was late and it was like, I want to write my first Twitter thread. Like, let me just talk about some shit I really, I did, I believe in, I feel, right? You know, okay, I'm gonna promote my sample pack at the end, you know, drop. <laughs> and you know that for like i if i knew it was going to get that many eyes and ears i would have definitely i would have you know tweaked it a little but the it's simply just like putting that stuff out putting your work out um and being consistent with it will bring attention to you and just like people again i can't even articulate it people will see your name more they might listen you never know you you might get like you never know. I mean, it it takes one ear to be like, yo, this is crazy. He shows it to his homie yeah. who shows it to his friend who like is a manager at this. And next thing you know, you're like, you know, producing for 
wait let me add something to what you were saying first not only not only will consistency bring you that type of uh that type of uh traction for me the biggest thing is that it makes me feel so good it just Mm. makes me feel good to sit down and make music and record and just create something out of nothing all the time and i just can't seem to run out of ideas mm-hmm. i feel so good it, it brings me like a dopamine that i've ne- i can never feel with anything yeah, else yeah. it's like a sense of fulfillment that yeah. like i'm doing this because i love it and i'm fucking good at it as well and it's just it's just every day every day that you work it's further affirming that yeah like this is meant to be i this is something i love to do and it, you feel like the puzzle piece the puzzle pieces are just fitting perfectly every mm. single fucking day that you're working on mm. this. And, you know, as, as important as the things that you mentioned are, of course, just as important is just feeling yeah. fulfilled. You feel good about yourself. It, it really, really helps, like even mentally, like it just, it helps so much. Mm-hmm. It, it's amazing. So that's all no, I want to that's real. To no, that, no, but, absolutely. Yeah. And that, I totally agree. Um, One of the things I definitely want to ask you about, because I've, I'm kind of noticing in, maybe not like I'm, I'm noticing it a little bit more and i'm starting to see like different sides of you know what people have to deal with as they're going about their music musical journey yeah. or, or as they're trying to grow or whatever it might be or as they're trying to create music really um mm-hmm. the fact that you're you have this output and you have a job like a real like a serious job you know uh at the <laughs> same time that's that's pretty like a lot of people really box themselves in um with especially that like oh i don't have time like and and don't get me wrong i don't want to like there definitely are people that work so many hours they straight up don't they don't have time like and i and i'm empathetic to that um but Mm -hmm. i find that a lot of people use it as an excuse and not realizing it's an excuse because they haven't even tried to push that like you know try and like just try you know let's see where this goes and the idea of like putting it as, as a part of your daily routine um do you ever like do you ever get like, do you ever come home from work, like, tired? Like, you're just like, man, like, I, I could, but I'm just, like, actually just tired. Like, do you get that? Or or if not, like, how do you keep your energy, you know, going? What kinds of things are, are a part of your life that allow for this type of output? Well, this is going to sound like a little psychotic, but, <laughs> like, bro, the thing is, I could I could be drained on, like, no sleep and... I don't need energy to make music. Mm. Like, you know how, you know how a lot of people get home and, and they wind down by watching Netflix or watching anime or watching whatever, which I do too. I love doing that Mm. stuff. Music is how I wind down. Like it always has been. So it's, you know, I get home from work dead tired. Like today I'm tired of shit. I woke up at 5am. I just got my cartilage pierced like two days ago as well. (laughs) So I've only been able to sleep on one side. So I've been waking up like every hour thinking I'm going to turn my head and I'm like, Oh shit, I can't because my, my ears still sore. So I, I'm like, I'm probably on like four, four hours of sleep right now. Mm-hmm. I went to work today. I was working with wires. I was doing circuits. I was like in a meeting. I did a bunch of stuff. I came home. I just cooked like the most delicious meal I've made in a long time. I came, sat here, do a podcast with you. And the crazy thing is once this podcast is over, I'm turning my speakers yeah. on. And I'm going to make beats yeah. because that's how I wind down. Mm. Like I don't need energy. Like if anything, making music helps me kind of end my day it's kind of like the period yeah, you know yeah. like it, it it's just it's how i end my day and of course i can't speak um i can't speak for everybody that has you know that, that are working like full-time whatever yeah. um but in my case specifically like i work 40 hours a week i have a nine to five pretty flexible like i can show up to work 
between like eight and 10, basically. Like I don't have a set time to show up. So I usually just show up like around 8.45 so I can leave right before five, get home at 5.30. You know, it gives me time to cook. Gives me time to clean. Gives me time to eat. Gives me time to watch a little bit of. Uh, I've been I'm, I've been watching One Piece recently, mm-hmm. and it gives me some time to watch a couple episodes. And then around eight nine o'clock, I turn my speakers on, make a beat, get some uploads going. I literally released a beat like fifty minutes ago, yeah. like right as we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I like a beat already came out. Um, record like last week. I I recorded an entire like I did a six track EP in five days. Mm-hmm. Um, from just getting home, making a beat, writing a lyric, recording the song, and mixing, mastering, whatever. And I just did that every day for five days, and that's that's an EP yeah. bang right there. So, like I said, and this this will always go back to the same thing. You just have to love it mm. because if you love something, you'll never make excuses for it ever. Like I don't need energy to make music. It's just something that I love to do. It's 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 like a lot of you know like people like doing certain hobbies. This is this is my form of you know winding down in the evening once i'm i've had a long day so yeah yeah i guess that's that's really how no. i view it I, it sounds a little psychotic no, but like no, no. that's that's really how no, i view no, it. I appreciate i appreciate <laughs> it it's it's real and um you know I, I think one of the biggest things with this is that like idea of creating without expectation i brought it up in a few other podcasts i you know and i realized like subconsciously i would expect to like get something out of the beat like or or create something fi- like if you just create without expectation, then it's just like you're creating, you're going to make something cool. Like, you know, and that I feel like goes along, that type of mentality goes along with like being able to just do this, this consistently. Of course. And it gives you freedom. It gives you creative freedom. Like not having pressure. It's kind of like, think of this. You have like, you can take the most famous painter, right? Put a gun to his head and tell him produce a $1 million painting by the end of the week. Mm -hmm. He's making shit. (laughs) But you give that guy the optimum space. You tell him, just go in there and just cook. Do your thing. Let him cook, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? He will most likely produce the most amazing piece that you will ever see because he's been put in an optimal in an optimal situation to be creative freely without any expectation, mm-hmm. right? And that's what I try to do for myself. And that goes back to my point about how, the reason I personally chose to, to stay in school and continue to work because that takes care of everything I need to be able to live comfortably mm-hmm. and, and, and still be able to enjoy myself, still be able to go out and see my friends and travel and do all the things that I love to do. But also at the same time, have enough time in my day and on my weekends and stuff to be able to focus at least two, three hours into my music, right? I want to create that optimal scenario for myself. So to make sure that I'm not getting stressed creatively because that will allow me to have the most amount of uh, creative freedom, yeah. which I am able to then produce my best work, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's really how I see it for myself personally. Fire. So, you know. Yeah, and this is one thing I want to touch on now because at this point, bro, like you've done everything. In my opinion, like I mean, there's you can go a different a billion different paths, but like you've done so many things right when it comes to actually releasing your music. Um, promoting yourself like really just not only creating it but actually dropping it but one one area which i find super interesting is you've you mentioned this and a lot of artists do this too but you've you've really like exercised this idea of not like because some people they if they have money they and i've been guilty of this too in in different endeavors like they'll the you know spending money comes first and then like creating and releasing comes after and it's like 
you know, that can kind of affect it. But you're at a point now where you've done a few drops with, you know, not as like big of a, I don't want to say budget, but like you're not throwing as much money into it in terms of like the marketing and the ad, like, you know, but you're at a point now where you've released so many songs, you're sitting on so many songs, you've learned so much by doing it yourself that when you do hire someone or when you do go that, you know, decide to explore or if you want to explore that side of like, all right, let me just see what I can do if I like, you know, market it this way and like that, you could, yeah. it could just, it could change your entire, I really, I believe this with a, quite a few, I want maybe not quite a few, but I believe this with a few artists I know, you, your entire career could mm -hmm. change off like dead ass one song being promoted one way, you know? Um, yeah. And you said you're working with someone who's marketing um, too, but what's, so what are your like ideas or do you, are you looking at like pushing, you know, more money or marketing in a, in a, in a, you know, different way now, or are you still focused just on, let me just take my time with it. You know, it'll let me do my thing as I do it. Well, I mean, I think the, the first thing, the first thing I'll say is the reason I didn't really throw much money. And in hindsight, I'm very grateful for yeah. this, uh, that I didn't do this is because I didn't have any fucking yeah, money. Yeah, like yeah. I, you know, I was in university, I was a student, like all my money's going through, going towards, you know, rent yeah, yeah. and feeding myself. 100%. No, it's real. It's <laughs> so, real. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, and, and I guess that's, that's, that's part of the reason why I told myself I was just going to learn everything myself because I don't want to pay money to people that can do something that I yes. can learn how to do myself. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm working, you know, listen, I, I, I'm very comfortable now, right? I've been working for two months and like, I'm very, very comfortable. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm in a good place. Mm -hmm. So I have, I have the luxury now, thankfully, I, I'm, I'm so grateful, like, you know, to everybody that helped me, like, get to this point you know through university and just pushed me to, to to keep working my ass off to get to this point because i'm starting to reap the benefits already but i've definitely started to look into you know investing more money um for promotion and marketing because listen man i'm not I, listen even though i can do everything musically i am not a marketing <laughs> genius by any fucking means the main thing right now that I'm testing and it's still super like, you know, it's still super like alpha mode, you can call it like it's, stupid, mm -hmm. you know, beta testing, yeah, whatever yeah. you want to call it. But I've been working with uh, she. So her name is I shout out to her. I love you so much, by the way, if you're watching, <laughs> I absolutely love you. You are incredible. I had her over at my place here because she was she was back in the city. Um, so, you know, she got here, we hung out, whatever. And I was like, oh, by the way, like, I want to play you my album. Like, I have not shown people this. Like, I've only shown, like, my closest friends. But, like, I want to play you this because you are, like, probably the most talented musician I know. Like, or you're up there. So I, I just want to get your honest thoughts as well. And she's, she's studying, like, media marketing and stuff. And, and she has a lot of networking connections when it comes to that. So, um, you know, like... I, she knows what she's doing like she knows she knows what she's doing and i played her my album and instantly this girl's just pulling out her phone like texting everybody she knows like yo like we need to get him to perform mm -hmm. like let's do like get him at a festival let's get him to perform at a club like this shit is crazy whatever yeah. and um she told me she's like i want to manage your release like i want um and all that be just because she believed in me and like shit man that shit had me emotional i can't mm. lie i've never i've never seen someone get that excited about my yeah. music and and that's why i speak so like so highly mm -hmm. of her but for me like my goal my my biggest goal you know my my main goal this year is to just release every week nice. that's really my main goal is just release as much music as i can but outside of that um my goal i want to perform i want to mm. perform this summer 
Veld, literally across my street, like <laughs> right here. Yeah, yeah. I need to perform. Yeah. Absolutely. Like somewhere. I don't care where. I will perform in front of 10 people if yeah. I have to. I do not care. Yeah. But that is something I for sure want to do this summer. Um, you mentioned also kind of going with the flow and taking it slow. I've I've given myself a time. Like I've given myself like, you know what? I want to I want to do X amount of things in X amount of time um, because I work very well under pressure. I do. Yeah. Like I work incredibly well under pressure. So I want to make sure that I always have something reminding me like, yo, get on your ass, like fucking work. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm so glad you found, you know, that's so much better than like, oh, I'm a pay because it, it, I didn't like the money thing is one just one aspect like, it, you know, you don't have to even put any money into it and you can still have a great marketing. Um, something beautiful will come out of this this partnership that you have. Yes, yeah. I every artist that I yeah, shout out to, shout her, out to man. her, man, and I, every artist that I develop like or, or try to work with and develop like one of the main things that is actually one of the hardest things depending on the city you live in is to find that sub that person that's like that has not only the skill and not that's the best part too with your situation like you got she's learning at the same time but there's nothing wrong with that like that is almost the of fact course. that she's willing to do that is that's way better than someone just like you know being there you throw money at and you know like they give you a marketing plan and they'll yeah. you know they'll do it for you kind of like shout out to her and um you know, that's, that's huge, right? Dude, that's something I've, I've been, I try yeah. to get my artists to be like, yo, like I'll even tell them, yo, if you have a friend that's super interested in the business side, like just get someone that's, that you can just start to work with. And even we can teach them stuff. Like let's, you know, get, cause that having that part of the equation taken care of, especially when you're not like, you know, fully into that realm. Like you don't always want to just be marketing, you know? Oh, I'm useless. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I'm useless. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool, man. No, that's really dope that you got that. Yeah. So look, uh, I want to give you the floor and just like promote what you got to promote. You know, I have your Instagram links and all, all the links in the bio or in the description. Um, but you know, the floor is yours to, to talk about what you want to talk about. Okay. Well, the first thing I want to say is that I was uh, the other day I was I was on TikTok live and there was this guy running a radio and he played one of my songs and he struggled really hard to pronounce my name because he saw the V and got confused. <laughs> so the first thing I'm going to tell everybody and I'm going to say this once and for all, it's my first podcast. And like, I just want to set the record straight. My name is Wasim with an A, but the V is only there. Because if I put the A, there's three other people by that name on Spotify. <laughs> so I turned that A upside down into a V. So it is pronounced Wasim. It's pronounced Wasim, not Wavasim, not Wavsim. It's pronounced Wasim. So that, that's the first thing that's I wanted important. to say. The second thing is, yeah, absolutely 100% important. The next thing I want to say is um, I dropped a sequel to Dead to Me, which was my first song ever, Dead to Me 2. That was three weeks ago I dropped now. Um and yeah, I basically revisited Dead to Me 1. I revisited those lyrics and just, it was kind of like a little update on my life three years later. Um, one of the best beats I've ever made also. So definitely go check that out. I'm, I'm on all platforms because I'm not releasing a 16 track album right off the bat. I'd rather split it up to make sure that people are digesting my work weekly. It's a lot easier. This is my actually side note, another piece of advice for anyone starting out just like me. And this is, this is valuable advice that Faham gave me. Um, but basically, uh, basically if you're going to work your ass off on a 45 minute album, don't drop the album as a 45 minute album, 
because it's a lot easier for people to take two minutes out of their day to listen to a song versus 45 minutes or an hour to listen to an entire album. You want your work to be heard, drop it in pieces. And that way it shows that you're consistent. Even though you, I, I did this whole album in two weeks, but I'm releasing it over four months. So that, that gives people the illusion that like, I'm here just grinding my ass off every week, which I still am. But listen, the, the, the amount of dedication it would take to be able to make quality music once a week and release it once a week like that is a lot. Mm -hmm. So prepare in bulk, release in an extended um, period of time to, to prolong that. That way you're always just attracting, you know, you're, you're always creating traction towards your profiles, towards your, your Spotify. And that's just how you keep your growth consistent. Yes. Um, so that's what I'm doing right now. It's a 16 track album. I haven't told anyone the name of the album yet. I'm going to keep that under wraps for now, but the songs are currently rolling out and the whole project will be out on April 20th. Uh, so in four, in three months actually, but song a week. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much what the most recent, uh, amount of work that I, that I have coming out confirmed right now. Um, I am working on like four other projects. I just finished an EP last week, which has a song in there that is incredible. It's probably my best song to date. And that's really the song that I want to start really like testing promotion nice, stuff and yeah. really, really, really getting behind it. Cause I, I, I believe in this song. It's crazy. Um, I can play it to you yeah, after I'd this like podcast. Yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. I'll show it to you. But, um, but yeah, so that's what I would like to say. It's pronounced Wasim. <laughs> Check me out on Spotify. All my fucking music's hard. Don't sleep on my shit. Just go listen to it. Like it's the least you could do. Like it's the least you could do. I would, I would, I would, I would greatly appreciate mm. it. And um, at the end of the day, you know, if my lyrics or if my songs speak out to even one or two or three or five or whatever amount of people, I feel like I've done my job as an artist. You know, I've expressed myself through an art form somebody has received it and it's helped them out in their life or it's given them something to relate to i don't give a shit about anything after that i appreciate that i, I would have ended it there but i want to build off that like a few things um well, one is that yeah go ahead, i go mean ahead, ahead. definitely like that that release the, uh the weekly releases like you know i want to kind of maybe just clarify that that is for like people early because i know bruh someone's gonna come out and be like well like drake and uh, like it's like <laughs> yeah it's for earlier on in your career that that's very but anyways yeah that's I, what I yeah i know and yeah. i know you did i just you know um and also i mean one thing i always not always i've recently started to kind of almost forget and that's this is a compliment to you that you produce your own shit so th that's one thing <laughs> I, yeah, you, I want I people to it. also know like when you listen to Wasim stuff like it's he's produced literally like 99% of the stuff you're going to hear on his on his uh uh platforms he's produced it himself and that's in itself impressive and and really just awesome um shout out and a few collabs with you don't yeah, forget yeah, yeah, i have yeah, a couple yeah. i have a couple yeah, with yeah. you as well don't forget yeah, about that but I'm, I'm not gonna lie bro the stuff you produce on your own is really i appreciate it but that that stuff is crazy and also uh there's something for everyone in your releases so like if you're into right. any sort of rap, like any sort of hip hop, that type of stuff, like, and even the R&B side more and more, like there's something for, for everybody in there. Um, and that's really what kind of the beauty of his projects is. Um, I remember when he sent me the last, um, I mean, you could call it a few different things, but the last big, like he, you, you combined, you had three separate releases, projects that you did that were all a right. part of a bigger, bigger story um, or a bigger project. And that, bro there's something in every 
every third of that that you had like every part of that that you had there was at least a couple songs in there that were for me crazy and anyways i don't want to ramble on too long i appreciate your time bro. <laughs> i appreciate your time for my first podcast experience this couldn't have gone better like i really enjoyed <laughs> this great, I, yeah. I i talk a lot i talk a lot i talk way too much so the podcasts are there good you for go, me. bro. i, I want to do no, this more. And i appreciate I like that this. it was actually like even though like yeah you talk a lot but it's not like a bad like first it's great for podcasts second you actually everything you talked about was like exactly on point with what i was at it's it's all these are all gems brothers i don't know how how much of this i'm gonna cut out because it it was all valuable so anyways thank you bro of course man anytime